Welcome to another PI World podcast. This is an audio-only version offered as another way to enjoy our great content. A full video version can be seen on piworld.co.uk, where you can find many more videos of interest to investors. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining. Uh, obviously, this is a turbulent day in the markets, but let's try to focus in, on uh, a bit of the supply chain and the impact this can have on building our company. Well, on, and our, the news today of launching our Ocean Freight Visibility product, which we think for our company is the major milestone uh, that we've been looking forward to announce for a long while now. Quick introduction, or by myself, Ami Daniel, co-founder and CEO, ex-Navy officer, social entrepreneur. My co-founder, Matan, is based in the U.S., running our U.S. business. Ofer, what about yourself? Hi, uh, so I've been with the company just over two years. I've been a CFO of public companies on NASDAQ for many years, and now with Windward. Sounds good. Irit? Hi, I'm Marie, CMO for the company, um, around a year and a half uh, at Winward, 25 plus years of uh, high-tech experience uh, from an electrical engineer transition to the business world from Microsoft many years and different various CMO positions. Thank you. Uh, chairman of the board is uh, the Lord Brown of Mattingly. You can read about it in the mission documents. So, as a quick reminder, we're Winward. We're a B2B SaaS technology company. We're fusing maritime expertise, data science, and AI. There are great shipping experts in the market, like Clarkson's or Braemar, and there are great AI companies like Darktrace. We try to bring what's called vertical AI, maritime AI to the market, and that's our differentiation. We do this by building one AI decision support platform that augments and manages maritime domain awareness and risks. Obviously, Russia is today in the news. There's a bit of, a bit of risk over there as well, I think. Uh, in terms of uh, oil and sanctions and so forth. We're going to touch upon that today, but not focus on that today. We partner with governments and businesses to help them track, manage, comply, and protect their assets and operations. Numbers, we're companies 11 years old, six locations, 130 team members, 15-plus API models from over 18 data sources. We IPO'd in December in London under the symbol WNWD. I think the main thing you should take, take away about this company, we have one platform that, that uses maritime AI, which is the combination between shipping expertise and AI. But we apply that to different use cases. And this application to different use cases, you can see some of our customers here from security to safety to compliance to ocean freight, which we'll talk about today, and upcoming decarbonization, creates a really powerful platform, but also very high margins. Subscription revenue, it's an only subscription business, 99% subscription, uh, growing quickly. And we think this creates a lot of momentum and a lot of good fundamentals going forward in the business. Our DNA is combining shipping expertise again with AI. So on the left side, we take data from 18 approximately data sources and through a patented process that cleans them and fuses them, turns them into recommendations. So the reason Shell and BP, for instance, partner with us is we provide recommendations on who can they shuttle for moving their oil. The reason the Department of Homeland Security, which is one of our biggest customers in the U.S. and globally, partners with us is they use our platform to decide who should they be boarding or what are the security considerations. And today we're launching our latest product, which allows freight forwarders to decide what actions should they take in terms of their customers' shipments. But it's the same platform and the same data and the same process that powers all of these insights. So what you're hearing about today is just the latest iteration, the latest chapter of our journey um, after 10 years of being the world leader in maritime AI. This is our customer base. So these are the industries we work with, from our insurance companies to traders and energy and governments. Today, we're going to focus on the logistics industry. 
and namely freight forwarders, which are service providers which help move the containers around the world, and their customers called BCOs, beneficial cargo owners. Irit. So in terms of our go-to-market, direct is the core stream. We mentioned a SaaS model, bringing in more channels. Another core stream would be the distribution channel. So this is basically selling our product on other platforms, complementary products. So for instance, um, our partnership with Clarkson, which we announced in early January of this year. And this is something that we will be developing as we go along. Third, Go-to-market stream is the online sales. We launched in Q3 of 2021 an online portal and kind of think of it as e-commerce for the shipping industry, enabling us to sell a windward light model, so one-offs of compliance reports and such as. So for those that are not looking to have a full agreement with windward, but just to have a simple one-off each time. So in terms of growth, obviously we are very proud of our 2021 results uh, with a huge opportunity of growth moving forward. And to capture that opportunity, we have four key areas to focus on in our strategy. So first of all is new logos. We've reached over 80 new customers in 2021. So that's nearly doubling for where we started this year. And different verticals from HSBC to soccer trading, travelers insurance, where second is our existing customers themselves, which represent an exciting growth opportunity with our innovation to the platform and additional offerings. We have the opportunity to expand those customers themselves. Third is our online portal, which we touched on a few minutes ago. We see a new addressable market through that, kind of like the long tail of the smaller customers. And fourth, which is what we're really very excited about to talk also today, on top of all this opportunity within our existing base and offering, we have two new offerings coming. So first is Carbon, um, which is an expansion to the existing customer base. And second is Ocean Freight Visibility, which now AMI will deep dive into and is what we're talking about today. Thank you, Reet. So today we're going to focus on the Ocean Freight Visibility product. So if we take a step back, out of $14 trillion of trade, 90% of which is transported by sea. So in simple manners, it's just the cheapest way to do that. Although it's slow, on a per unit basis, it's way more efficient than air freight or obviously land freight. However, and if you look at the supply chain this way from the buyers of both sides, to the shippers, to the consignee, the disruption we've seen in ocean freight isn't influencing just the ocean side of business. It's influencing your connections, the truck it's going to pick, it's going to be supposed to pick up the cargo, the railway, and so forth. And ocean freight indeed has been heavily disrupted and had limited visibility uh, uh, over the last few years. And I think there's really been a real crisis evolving. Also because simply the data is very fragmented and unreliable, and the service level really varies a lot between the different liners themselves. And obviously, I think in the world today, and if you look at all the, all, all the benchmarks of investment in supply chain technologies, of companies in the supply chain business, even Hyperloop said on the FT yesterday that they're gonna, they have pivoted to a supply chain solution from a transportation solution uh, or human transportation solution. There are two ways to solve this problem generically. You can either take a generalized solution, which gives you an end-to-end -end service, which obviously has its own pros and cons, or you can go to best of breed approach. We're working with the main experts, whether it's land freight, 
air freight or ocean freight. What we're launching today is what we believe is the best product and service for ocean freight in the world. The challenge is very clear and it's, very, it's been analyzed uh, maybe to death even. It has never been ever in the history of mankind more expensive to ship a box from point A to point B. And it's also at the same time has never been less reliable to do so. So from about 80% reliability of ocean liners, which means you, you would have known 80% of the time if your cargo is going to be on time, right now we're dropping to about 33%. So that means only one out of every three shipments arrives on time. And it's really mind-boggling considering everything we've seen. There's also um, a big impact on demarrage and detention charges just because these cargo owners are paying so much more for the margin detention. And if you look at the, in the number perspective, there are 5,400 operating container ships with a total capacity of about 24 million TEUs. The global container port traffic is estimated 800 million TEUs or so per year, which means about 400 million containers. And every container is touched upon by 17 to 19 stakeholders. Now, just like air travel, and that thing we used to know when we used to travel, ocean containers also are making a big use of transshipment. So about 40% of the ocean containers are being transshipped, which means they can miss the transshipment in case of delays. So it's a big problem that touches a lot of people in the world. What are the key challenges and what's the key opportunity? So first of all, there's all-around demand for improved customer service. We all are consumers as well, and we're used to opening our phone, opening the Amazon app, ordering something on Amazon, and getting it in five hours or in a day. So we expect as consumers full visibility, but then when these consumers go to work and put on their hat as logistics professionals, you don't get anything near that. There is The customer experience is really outdated, I believe, as well as the visibility of the cargo. The cargo visibility is partial, it's late and inaccurate, freight forwarders and car customers alike are oftentimes the last to know. They know after they've missed the transshipment, not, not even thinking about early enough to do something. There's the heavy reliance on manual work or reactive tools. So in ocean freight, and freight at all right now in the world, is it, by and large, they use this thing called phone. And this is the main tool to gain visibility. And it's just such a big opportunity. So Gartner predicts that by 2023, 50% of the global product-centric companies will invest in a real-time transportation visibility platform. And Gartner has also analyzed that Kager is more than 35% a year. So it's obviously massive, massive opportunity. So we're launching Windward Ocean Freight Visibility, the first maritime AI product in the world to help you with ocean freight visibility and managing proactively your shipments. What you get is a single source of truth, global coverage, all the containers with best-in-class insights real-time visibilities, and alerts for critical delays. This product puts the freight forwarder back in control, and it does that by leveraging Maritime AI. So Maritime AI is how we combine domain expertise in AI to create new insights. So by ingesting vessel movements and AIS data, which is basically vessel transmission, which we believe are the best in the world in building and transforming into insights, well, adding to that schedules, ports mapping, container status, ownership information, carrier information, weather information, and ingesting that with Maritime AI, we produce insights. Predictive ETA for containers, risks of delay, reasons for delay, real-time locations, and port congestion. Or in other words, everything you've been reading in the news that people want.
The idea is to partner and help of the 47,000 or so ocean freight forwarders, and at a later stage, the quarter of a million cargo owners in the world to take back control and optimize their supply chain, being the first to know, proactively mitigate risks, streamline customer service, increase reliability, and do that in a scalable way that actually reduces demarage charges. Let's look at two real case studies. So we're launching today with three paying customers, Calguama Full Basin Israel, DSV, the global leader in transportation, one of the biggest freight forwarders in the world, and Metro Shipping based in the UK. So this is a, a solution that's been uh, uh, built shoulder to shoulder, toe to toe with leading customers around the world, and it's already commercialized. So this is not a launch of, hey, you might be able to buy this in six months. The sales teams, the marketing teams, the product teams, it's all lined up with all with guns blazing as of an hour ago. So this is a real case study. In October 7th, a real container leaves Antwerp in Belgium to Busan in South Korea. Now it was scheduled to arrive to Busan on November 12th after a transshipment in Singapore on November 1st. Five days afterwards, the carry updates the voyage information with the details of which vessels supposed to pick up the container. And then our platform alerts automatically and says, whoa, flag Mr. Customer, you should look at it again because the vessels who is supposed to pick up the cargo will arrive seven days before the cargo will arrive. Think of yourself on an airplane. You land in New York, would you wait seven days for the next plane? Probably not. So this is the point where the customer gets the alert. On October 30, the carry updates to a new transshipment vessel and pushes the ETA back to November 10th. So we were able to provide an alert 18 days prior to the carrier, allowing the freight forwarder to be proactive. At this point, he would have been able to alert their customer, tell them maybe we should uh, uh, reroute another shipment, maybe we should send something else via air freight, via land freight, maybe we should do something about it, we should book another transshipment. You can do all kinds of actions. But if you don't know, you're in the dark and you don't have the time to react. A second case study is an unplanned transshipment added in transit. So it's September 11, a container leaves Qingdao in China aboard a vessel that was supposed to reach the port destination of Ashdod on October 20th. At this point, we provide an alert that we don't believe that this is correct because that vessel has never called Ashdod. So at this point, the customer knows that although it is expected to arrive on October 20th, we don't think that will actually take place. Only on October 9, the carrier adds Piraeus as a transshipment port, but he leaves the ETA as October 20th. And eventually it arrives 21 days later than scheduled on November 9th. In this case, RAI provided an alert 28 days prior to the carrier, allowing the freight forwarder to be proactive. Now, remember, let's go back to the numbers. There are 800 million to use a year, which is about 400 million containers. 30% come on time. That means from the 400 million containers, 70%, which is 280 million, give or take, do not arrive on time. So you have a version of this 280 million times a year, and about 17 to 19 stakeholders care about that. That is why we're so excited from this launch, and that's why we believe that this propels this can propel the growth of this company. And this was one of the main reasons for taking this company public in London. So how does it work? It's very simple. Every freight forwarder, every cargo owner has the key numbers and information about their shipments, their bill of lading number, 
container numbers, what's called a SCAT code. That's all they need to input into the platform. The platform then, in real time, connects to our database and all the carriers in the world. And the output is the Windward ETA, the carry ETA, and various other information that is critical for planning, for operations, and for billing. This is available via data stream. So this is fully integratable and in line with the DCSA, the Digital Container Status Association standards and protocols, as well as in daily reports to your emails, as well as in a web application. So no matter if you're a small freight forwarder, an SMB that runs 30,000 containers a year, for you, you can just pay up and, 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 and get a web application. Million uh, or two million volume uh, freight folder uh, a year, like the big 10 or the big 20, and you want this fully integrated into your platform and accessible to your customers. This support, we support all of these, and we have a very exciting roadmap. We're going to keep on building this product. So maybe just to harken back to the beginning of the conversation, why Windward? Cutting edge AI technology, a leader in maritime AI, a big untapped market that's growing very quickly, specifically in this segment, approximately 35% CAGR, the market is growing, and it's very untapped. So there's a lot of greenfield or blue ocean. You choose it. World-class domain expertise, global presence, blue chip customers. Last year was our best year on record, 38% growth, up from about 31% uh, on average, 99 subscription revenue, margins improving. So we're super excited and optimistic to be launching it today. I think my closing remarks is we're doing exactly what we said when we took the company public. We're growing this company to be the world leader. Um, we're going to execute on this ruthlessly as best as we can to build a world leader. Uh, I think we have a pool of talent uh, and a culture that is second to none in this space. Um, and this does not come easily. This company has been for four years straight as uh, uh, one of the 20 best startups to work for in Israel. We have about 10,000 companies in Israel. That's quite a feat, I believe. And we're going to do, continue to do exactly what we said at the IPO, which is growing the company. We absolutely understand and are clear in our intention to make the company profitable in the financial year 2024. And this management is incentivized on meeting our EBITDA targets, but primarily in meeting growth targets and acquiring opportunity, specifically when you understand the competitive landscape with Project 44 in Fort Kites, Terminal 49, and Portcast, and IHS, and, like, and a lot of people going after supply chain. Um, this is the timing. This is the way. This is the opportunity, we need to double down and grab it. And I think this is the mindset, and this is the leadership of this company. So if you're considering to invest in this company, for good or bad, you're investing in the energy you're feeling right now. Uh, obviously, with the guidance and very close involvement of our chairman and our, and our board. PI World videos and podcasts are for general information and interest. They do not constitute any kind of recommendation or inducement to buy shares of any company. PI World is not offering any kind of financial advice and nothing in our material should be taken as such.